Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Social Media, Saturday, December 10th, 2022. Steve Cypress here in the aftermath of a uh, Christmas party that my beautiful wife, Michelle, just hosted for about 20 to 25 neighborhood ladies playing the game known as Bunko. Bunko! Bunko. As far as I could tell, I asked once, what's the rules? And uh, it didn't take me long to realize that uh, it's like pure luck. So not really my kind of game. And I was talking to someone last night at a neighborhood party, asking her if she was coming over to our house for the big bunko party. And she was like, no, I like games that actually have strategy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's it's not about the game. It's about all the fun. The ladies had a blast. We've got the remnants here. We have the, the uh, you know, some of the goodies out on the table in there. Santa Claus making a list. He's already checked it once. I have a feeling he's going to check it twice. Uh, we have some of the, the Christmas tables set up all around. And we had the, the bar over here. I cleaned that up out by the grill. We had the, the bar. And uh, inside, oh, let's, let's, why don't we head inside? And let's check it out. Oh, we do have the tablecloths remaining. I guess I should have done this earlier. This was covered with desserts and drinks. And this was all kinds of, everyone brought something for desserts. It was all kinds of cookies and brownies and cupcakes. And now here's some of the the lemon water made with actual lemons from our lemon bush on the side of the house here. And now there's some of the, well, those are not homemade, I don't think, these muffins. Oh, and there's some stuff left over here. So here we have a few. These are really cool cupcakes that somebody made. Very nice, little red Christmas tree things on top. It was two, two of the ladies, it was their birthday, so there's a birthday cake, happy, and that's all you can see on there. Uh, anyway, and of course, uh, everyone took lots of stuff home, but my beautiful wife Michelle made sure to keep enough stuff for herself to uh, <laughs> enjoy some desserts for a little while. So here's some of the remnants of the drinks and the beverages and the festive Christmas plates and all that kind of good stuff. So anyway, uh, social media Saturday. So uh, nothing to do with the Bunko Christmas party that was here, but uh, Elon Musk continues to be the world's greatest troll and to get all the attention and uh, show again his dedication to this transparency is doing something you rarely see in any company. Uh, although that's, uh, that's because, uh, you know, he just took over the company and so, but he is laying bare what the previous ownership, all the nefarious, uh, underhanded, uh, stuff that they pulled some, all of it, uh, unethical, immoral, uh, possibly illegal. So, uh, that begs the question, look, it's a private company and Twitter, a favor to the speech of that they agreed with, that they liked. It was run by all kinds of far left-wing people. It's in San Francisco, young tech people. What do you expect? Of course, I think I was pretty radical when I was that age. So what do you expect? Um, 
so here's the thing. They have the right to have any kind of speech they want on their platform. You have the right to serve any kind of customers, clients, patients, members you want, to not serve the ones you don't want. You have the right. But just because they have the right to do it doesn't mean you should. Uh, and here are the problems with it that I see two problems. Number one, no problem with them saying we are the platform for liberal speech and we don't like anyone that has an opinion we don't like or anyone that tells the truth about uh, all the things going down with the lockdowns and and how the government was misleading and lying to people about all kinds of stuff about, you know, changing the weather and, uh, and, uh, and that you got to stand 18 feet apart and take 42 shots and wear 13 masks that none of them that do anything uh, for most people and all that kind of stuff. Well, if you spoke that kind of a truth, I mean, I had videos taken down and my account shut down for a week and this and that and all. It's not just Twitter. It's all the social media platforms. They all lean that way. So... Nothing wrong with them doing that. Here's what's wrong. Not telling your customers, your members, your patients, your clients, whoever it is to you, that that's what you stand for and that's what you do. That, that's the wrong part is, is doing it nefariously in secret. Uh, there's a term, what they called it, uh, shadow banning. So, of course, my account got banned once in a while. If you tell the truth about any of that stuff, you got banned. Um, but shadow banned... It, it, I, from what I take it to mean, because I saw it happen to to my account, I mean, one day I would have, you know, 3,000 likes on my video and the next day two. Like, well, you know, content's almost identical. So, and they didn't say outright, you're banned. They shadow banned. They secretly banned me. They They manipulated the algorithm or they manually, in a lot of cases for big shots, they went in and manually remove tweets and shut down accounts and said, you can't retweet these people. And the same thing, of course, happened on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Google. In fact, YouTube was the worst of all of them to me. They took down more of my videos and this and that. Uh, so I see nothing wrong with YouTube saying, look, this is, we are the, we believe in big government, lots of taxes, lots of control over you. So we're all for shutdowns, screw small business owners. We, we love the teachers. We hate the kids. Uh, it's fine to say all that, uh, but to feel that way and act that way and not say it, uh, to me, that's wrong. That would be akin to, let's say you owned a restaurant and you love liberals. and uh, Or let's say you love conservatives and hate liberals. So, But you didn't say that. You didn't tell anybody that. You didn't even put out, like, uh, you know... American flag, or or say we love the country, or play the national anthem, or say veterans get ten percent off. You didn't sh you didn't have anything. You you pretended that you were equal to uh, you were equally serving everybody, and yet you love conservatives and you hated liberals. And so when liberals came in and ordered their meal, you would cook it up and then you would spit in it before you brought it out to them. That's outrageous. Now technically you. That's illegal. Well, some of the stuff Twitter did is illegal too. That's at the very least completely immoral and unethical and just wrong to do. So can you do it? You do it in secret. Nobody knows. You hate liberals, so that's what you did. That's terrible, right? Go ahead and, and say we love veterans and we stand for America. And if you riot and burn down cities and, and, and throw rocks at cops and Molotov cocktails and tear down statues, we don't like that kind of stuff. And go Say that. Therefore, you will attract those type of customers to your restaurant and you will kind of, uh, even better, like once you set up your location inside a, an area, 
that is populated by people who believe the way you do, right? But what Twitter did, the wrong thing, was, was secretly saying outright, oh, no, and then even lying to Congress and lying to the American people over and over. No, we don't do that. We don't squelch the conservatives and amplify the liberals. We don't do that. Yeah, you did. So it's okay to do it. You're a private company. You can do it. But you ought to tell people. So the same thing in your business. Uh, if, you're, if you feel a certain way, either don't take them on as a client. Don't serve them in your business. But if you do, let them know. We don't appreciate your kind here. Or we don't, what a, or a, you know, no shoes, no sir. Put a sign out. Just say that. Tell people, right? Number two, though, was wrong with it is some of it crossed the line to being illegal. I mean, there's tons of evidence. I don't know if they'll, you know, what am I even thinking, get prosecuted or anyone, you know, ever be held accountable in the world of politics uh, for anything that they do that's illegal. I haven't seen it in a long time, but let's just say it, it would happen. It's because, and you, I kind of, you know, feel a little uh, sympathy here for the Twitter kids. Again, they're just, you know, uh, irresponsible, little liberal, flaming, radical kids like I was at that age. Uh, but they were coerced, likely, by the FBI. They were pressured, almost undoubtedly. That's what the FBI does. And the Department of Homeland Security, all these big, you know, law enforcement agencies of the United States of American government, which legally cannot squelch free speech. So that's the problem. And Twitter being an accomplice, very likely, I mean, uh, I have a feeling, who knows what would happen to me, if the, especially when I was that age, if the FBI came along and said, we suggest that you do this, or, you know, we don't know what will happen, right? Whoa, that's, now that's illegal, right? That's the government, uh, First Amendment, not allowed to squelch free speech like that. But then Twitter saying, okay, taking down the tweets or whatever, again, uh, I don't know, the pressure... You know, it's tough, but there could have been whistleblowers. They could have pushed back. They could have said they were doing it, but not do it. It was shadow banning after all. I mean, it's not like the FBI guys understood the tech and the algorithms behind the platform. They could have just said, okay, we'll do that, and then not do it, just like I did in my college dorm when I was a radical, liberal, crazy kid who didn't like law and order and, and wasn't, uh, you know, any bit conservative about anything. So when the hall monitor came to my room, almost every day and said, turn down the music, it's too loud. I do the old shadow turn down, right? Take my hand around the knob. Remember those, uh, the tuners back in the day, the receivers, and I, I, I take it, not touch the knob and just go like that. Okay, is that good? And then I look at them, is that good? And they go, yeah, I guess so. Like, of course, I didn't even touch the knob. Like, I was shadow turning down the volume, right? So that's kind of, Twitter could have done that. They could have said, oh, okay. I will turn down their retweets and then not done it. And that possibly could have gotten rid of the FBI at least long enough to be a whistleblower or bring it to someone's attention or when you go to Congress, don't lie and say, no, we don't do that. Could have said, yeah, well, we do. It was like Mark Zuckerberg came out uh, when he was on the, uh, the podcast, the Joe Rogan show, I think, uh, months ago or a year ago, whatever. And he said, yeah, sure, we did that. But that's because the FBI came in every week and told us, like, this is what we want you to do. And we think it's Russian disinformation and all the BS that the government pulled. Uh, uh, and, and so, you know, I've said, I said it last week or a few days ago in another video. I'm like, you, so what would you expect? That Twitter or Facebook or Google or any of these companies would look at the FBI and go, hmm, I think I'll hire a whole bunch of well-trained agents all around the world to investigate it. No, okay, 
If you say that's Russian disinformation, you're the CIA, you're the FBI, you're the Department of Homeland Security, I believe you, even if they don't believe them. They're like, I got to kind of take their word for it. They're the government. They're the professional spies here. They're the professionals about Russian information and disinformation, blah, blah, blah. Kind of take the word for it, but you kind of can still be public about it, right? Let people know and go, this is what we're doing. And we censored, you know, it's not about this whole thing that started with the censoring of the, the, the people say, oh, it was the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptops. Okay, that's, of course, had a lot to do with that. But the point is they censored the New York Post. It's not they censored the laptop. Now, somebody didn't bring in the laptop and put it all over. Here's the laptop and somehow upload that to Twitter. It was an actual newspaper, actually the oldest newspaper in America. Like, can you be more established than that? This is not some rag, some blog of some kid in his underwear in his basement. This is the New York Post, the oldest newspaper in the country that publishes a story. Pretty sure their lawyers vetted it and their reporters checked it out and had multiple sources. And they publish it and that they censored? It's outrageous. Uh, and the fact that they did it at the behest of the government, that's what's wrong. Otherwise, it's just outrageous, but they're allowed to do it. Uh, but they, should they have been honest about it? They should have said, look, uh, this New York Post story goes against our liberal beliefs and it hurts our favored liberal radical candidates. And so we're not going to publish it here. Publish it somewhere else, but not here. Uh, did they say that? No. They just made up a whole bunch of lies. Or again, I don't know if they made them up. I think the, the FBI or the... DHS or whoever made them up, the DNI, they met with all these departments, Director of National Intelligence, uh, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, you know, Federal Bureau of Investigation. These are pretty hefty law enforcement agencies. I believe they possibly made this stuff up and Twitter just went along with it. So did Facebook, so did Google, so did YouTube, so did Instagram, so did all of those. And we'll see if any evidence ever comes out. Uh, if they're ever strong enough, bold enough, uh, uh, or dedicated enough to people, to human rights, to human dignity, to free speech like Elon Musk is, to release all that stuff. And by the way, what's it doing to Elon Musk, to Twitter's well-being and bottom line? Well, everything points to, despite all the naysayers and the, the people that are against all of him pointing out the censorship and the propaganda and the playing with people's minds in the direction of promoting their liberal agenda, uh, all those people say, oh, Twitter is going down the tubes and I'm quitting and it's terrible and it's whatever. And more users than ever, more engagement than ever, advertisers not leaving in droves, uh, and he's just getting started turning around. We've talked about it. He's still in the time period of clearing out the riffraff. In fact, he just fired the head attorney for Twitter who was trying to stop him from publishing all this truth about the inner uh, unethical, immoral, and when you do it in concert with the government, illegal activities of the former management, and it ends up one of them was the current management, the head attorney for Twitter was still there. As soon as Musk found out that, he fired his butt. So he's still in the starting stage of the turnaround, stage one, where you clear out the riffraff, you trim the fat, you cut the waste, you clear off the dead weight, and you get ready to fly. And I've never had a doubt that with every other business, uh, big business we've seen uh, Elon Musk do, he will make uh, Twitter hard to believe. He'll make it a success. It was never a financial success in the whole history. 
But of course, Elon Musk comes in, and it will be. And this is a big step towards the transparency. So I'm, I'm highly in favor of transfer, transparency. Transparency. Go ahead and be biased, one way, another, which way, that way. You know, I personally, I'm biased towards small business owners. I say that every day. I love all small business owners. I can't stand big business and big government because they act and do everything they can against small business owners. So, but I say that straight out. So I never interviewed any owner of a big business on my podcast or in my magazine or wrote about them on my blog in a positive way or I don't talk about them positive here on my videos or any of my social media or anything I've ever done. I always talk negatively about overreach of government like I'm doing here and uh, big government, big tech like I'm doing here uh, that acts against uh, average Americans, average people around the world, small business owners. Uh, I always, but I'm real clear about that. I don't say I love all business owners and then I secretly do things that hurt big business as if I can hurt big business. But anyway, you get my point, right? So that's my message. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. But should you be transparent and honest with your customers, clients, patients, members? I highly recommend it. I hope you're in business for the long haul. Short term, sure, you can lie and cheat and steal and make some money. But long term, that's just not the way to do it. Just doesn't last. You saw it with uh, Bernie Madoff. You saw it with this uh, Sam Bankman, whatever, these, these Ponzi scheme fraudsters. Like, sure, uh, made a ton of money in the short term. You even see it, saw it with Jordan Wel Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. Did all kinds of crazy things and made a ton of money in the short term. Went to prison. You had to start all over. Now he's doing great. And uh, Bernie Madoff, of course, uh, you know, did, I think he died in prison. This Sam Bankman, uh, who knows, since again, he's on the side of the deep state and the big tech and the liberals will possibly, it's hard to believe, not be brought to justice for his fraud. Uh, but possibly he would get out before uh, he dies in prison. He's not an old man like Bernie Madoff. And so like Jordan Belfort, he could come out after he loses everything and turn a new leaf and, and come back, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm against big business. I'm against the big government only because they are both against small business that I love. There it is. I say it straight out. Hopefully you say straight out who you're for, who you're against, and you don't do it dishonestly, nefariously, manipulating things behind the scenes. Anyway, that'll do it. For social media, Saturday, December 10th, 2022. I will catch you back here again tomorrow on Sunday, fun day, over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.